What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome. Boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Time Out with. Uh, I already messed up. Fuck, I got it. What the fuck am I on? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Time Out with Tony, your host, Tony. Yeah, we're getting for we're on week fifty-two of the two-week pandemic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's enough of that. Could you believe that an entire year in a pandemic, locked inside with no way of getting drunk? I mean, well, yeah, you could get drunk, but it, but it'd be by yourself with no way of going to any concert, no Disneyland, no just gathering with other people. And uh, frankly, if you ask me, I thought this all this whole ordeal would have been over by August, but unfortunately, as it, what from what it looks like, it, I highly doubt that's that's that that's happening. Ending in August, even though it's March twenty twenty one. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, back at it again. Um, yeah, there's not much to say. Uh, before we get into today's episode, I want to take a quick minute and thank you guys so much for the support. Really means a lot couldn't have done any of this without you so let's keep the whole thing up right spread the word tell everybody uh keep playing those episodes the whole ordeal anyways ladies and gentlemen today's episode grand theft auto 4 considered to be one of the most greatest games ever made by rockstar grand theft auto does not disappoint trust me ask any GTA for the player, and they'll tell you that GTA 4 is either their f- favorite game or second to best, second to favorite, uh, or second favorite game in the entire GTA franchise. Personally, for me, this is actually the first GTA game I ever started playing. Was it San Andreas? Honestly, I can't remember anymore, but this is the one, man. This is the one. At the time of its release, it was considered to be so revolutionary with its open world, the graphics, and in fact that this takes place in the HD universe. Wait, it's, is it the HD universe? Or is it the 3D universe? Um, I think it was the HD universe. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure this was takes place in the HD universe. It's the opening game of the HD universe. And uh, for those of you that don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, they're separated. The first, I want to say, every single GTA game from GTA 3 all the way to GTA Vice or Liberty City, pardon me, or Liberty City Stories, all of that, it's um, it's all within the 3D universe, it's in the same universe. Well, when you get to GTA 4, it's the start of a new universe, sort of like a, I wouldn't say of a soft reboot or just a reboot in general, but it was just the start of something new that players thought was revolutionary, and I agree, it was revolutionary. No loading this part of the area, no, it's hard to swim, very easy to, well, not very easy to fly a helicopter, but somewhat easy to fly a helicopter, and, well, just a revolutionary game. And I'll leave it at that. So, let's get into this review, folks. GTA 4, without further ado, sit back, relax, crack open a beer, soda, and or water, and enjoy, folks. Because this is Grand Theft Auto 4.
iconic missions everything about this game is well, i'll give it a rating after that <laughs> but for those of you new to the podcast here's how the situation goes we go into a premise take a look at the story take a look at the side modes and uh take a look at the gameplay give it a rating how it was received by the gaming community and uh frankly it should be a blast so, for those of you that do not know, Grand Theft Auto 4 is a 2008 action-adventure game developed by Rockstar North and published by Rockstar Games. It is the first main entry in Grand Theft Autos since 2004's Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Set within the fictional Liberty City based on New York, the single-player story follows Eastern European war veteran by the name of Nico Bellic and his attempts to escape his past while under pressure from lone sharks and mob bosses. The open world designs lets players freely roam Liberty City, consisting of three main islands. The game is played from a third perspective, and its world is navigated on foot or by vehicle. Throughout the single-player mode, Nick, uh, the players play as Nico Bellic, and they also, it also includes a, an online multiplayer mode, uh, which, is inc- uh, which allows up to 32 people to engage in cooperative and competitive gameplay in a reaction of the single-player setting to expansion packs were later released uh, for the game, which was uh, GTA, The Lost in the Dam, and The Ballad of Gay Tony. Shut the fuck up. Don't don't even think about it. Shut the fuck up. I'm not gay. That's not... I'm, I'm not gay, Tony. Shut up. Anyways, both of them feature new plots that are connected with Grand Theft, Grand Theft Auto 4 storyline and follow new protagonists. So, eh, should be good. Development for the game first began after the release of San Andreas and was shared between many of Rockstar's, Rockstar Studios worldwide. The game introduced a shift to a more realistic and detailed style and tone for the series. Unlike previous entries, GTA 4 lacked a somewhat strong cinematic influence as the team attempted an original approach to the story. As part of the research for the open world, the team conducted extensive field research in New York, capturing over 100,000 photographs and several hours of video. The developers consider the world to be the most important elements of the game, though not the largest map in the series. They consider it comparable in scope due to its ver- vertically and level of detail. The game was first released for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 consoles in April 2008 and for Microsoft Windows in December of that year. Upon release, the game received critical acclaim, with praise particularly directed at the narrative and open world design. The game even broke industry sale records and became the fastest selling entertainment product in history at the time, earning a total of $310 million in its first day and $500 million in its first week, and considered to be one of the most significant titles of the seventh generation of video games, and by many critics as one of the greatest video games of all times it won year-end accolades including game of the year from several publications and it's also the best-selling it's also among the best-selling video games with over 25 million copies sold by 2013 the game well it's a gta game and it 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 generated controversy. The criticism directed at the game's depiction of violence and players ability to drive under the influence of alcohol a sequel was eventually released titled GTA 5, which was released in September of 13 uh, in September of 2013. As you can obviously see they haven't really dropped much afterwards. Motherfuckers. Anyways, 
Uh, Grand Theft Auto 4 takes place in the year 2008 with a redesigned version of Liberty City. Last time we saw Liberty City was in GTA Liberty City Liberty City Stories, which is like a sort of like a not a main entry, but like a side entry into the series. Um, the first time we were introduced to Liberty City actually was in GTA 3. Um, but obviously it's, it's it's been redesigned now. The design of the setting focuses on a recreation of the four boroughs of New York City. Broker, which is based on Brooklyn, Dukes, which is based on Queens, Bohan, based on the Bronx, and Algonquin, which is based on Manhattan. The setting also includes the neighboring state of Alderney, which is based on New Jersey. At the beginning of the game, the bridges are locked down due to a terrorist threat, and players are constantly pursued by the police if they if they cross the bridges. Uh, the blockades are lifted as the story progressive progresses, and will the story uh, the players uh, able to travel freely? Uh, between islands uh, and like I said before the game is set in the HD universe a fictional reality which parodies the real world and is different from that of the previous games in the series which form the 2d and 3d universes it is the first entry in the new canon which will be followed by two expansion packs the lost in the dam and the ballad of gay Tony shut the fuck up and a sequel Grand Theft Auto 5 all taking place within the same timeline the handheld game Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars is also supposedly a part of the HD universe because it features the same map as GTA 4 with the exception of Alderney. Now why exactly did people praise it for its storyline? Well let's take a look at it. Our story opens up on Nico Bellic, an Eastern European ex-soldier who arrives in Liberty City aboard the cargo ship SS the Platypus. He reunites with his cousin Roman, Roman, intending to escape his criminal past and pursue the American dream. He's also there to search for the man who betrayed his unit in a war only 10 years prior. Upon arrival, Nico discovers that Roman only owns a dirty apartment and a small taxi company and broker, and that his tales of the riches and success were lies to conceal his gambling debts and disputes with loan sharks. Throughout the story, he carries out various jobs. Nico makes his first criminal contacts when he befriends Yardy's underboss, Little Jacob, who is a Jamaican guy. He, it's hard to understand him, but, you know, there's subtitles, so it's all good. He also encounters Vlad Glebov, Roman's Russian loan shark, whom Nico eventually kills upon learning that he slept with Roman's girlfriend, Mallory. 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 Mallory Loki Batty though. In retaliation, Nico and Roman are kidnapped by Russian monsters on the orders of their boss, Mikhail Mikhail Faustin and his lieutenant Dmitry Raskolov. Indifferent to Vlad's murder, Faustin hires Nico and eventually orders him to kill the son of Russian crime lord crime lord Kenny Petrovic. When Petrovic threatens retaliation, Dmitry convinces Nico to assassinate Faustin and to make amends. Dmitry betrays and brings Nico to his former employer, Ray Bulgarian, who accuses Nico of stealing from him a few years earlier. Nico denies the allegation, and a firefight ensues, allowing Dimitri and Bulgarian to escape. Nico and Roman are forced to flee Bohan after their apartment and taxi company are burned to the, to the ground by Dimitri's men. While looking for some local drug lords, Dimitri kidnaps um, <clears throat> pardon me, Roman in an attempt to ambush Nico. Nico rescues his cousin, and they escape. Nico discovers that his girlfriend, Michelle, is actually a government agent who entraps Nico into working for her agency known by only by its covering United Liberty Paper. What? In exchange for the assassinations of several known or suspected terrorists, the agency clears Nico's criminal record and begins searching for the traitor he seeks. 
Nico and Roman's fortune suddenly approve when the latter receives a large amount of insurance money from his destroyed business, which he uses to rebuild it and buy an apartment in Algonquin. This really sweet-ass penthouse. Anyways, Roman proposes marriage to Mallory and she accepts. While working for the Irish mob, Nico befriends Patrick McCreary, or as everyone will go on to know him, as Packy. Anyways, he meets Packy after befriend, after helping him carry out a bank robbery and is introduced to Ray Bocino, a capo cap, 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 cap regime. Is that how you pronounce it? Basically a capo. Capo. Uh, it's sort of like a... I want to say... Hmm, how do you explain it? Uh, well, you've seen Narcos, you'll know. If not, I, I'm sorry. But anyways, he, he's introduced to Ray Buccino, who is a capo in the Pegarino Mafia family. Buccino hires Nico to oversee an important diamond deal, which goes wrong and later helps him find ex-comrade Florian Krivik, whom Nico discovers did not betray the unit. In fact, Florian is actually a fruitcake who's in a uh, relationship, secret relationship with a homophobic mayor of uh, a certain uh, city in a... <laughs> This uh, game. Would <clears throat> <clears throat> you look at that? A politician, homophobic politician, is actually gay. Would you look at that? Anyways, Nico continues working for the Gambetti and Pegorino families in an effort to locate the real traitor, Draco Brevich, who is hiding out in Europe. Nico assassinates Bocino on Don per Jimmy Pegorino's orders, who suspects he's a police informant. Nico also helps Packy kidnap Don Giovanni and Salati's daughter to ransom her for the diamonds, but the exchange is intercepted by Ray, Bulgarian, and the diamonds are lost. Eventually, the paper finds Darko and smuggles him back into Liberty City for Nico to decide his fate. Having achieved closure on his past, Nico gets summoned by Pegorino for one final favor, to help an extremely lucrative heroin deal in collusion with Dimitri. Nico must either strike the deal with Dimitri or exact revenge on him. And this this is where uh this is where uh shit goes off the rails. If Nico goes through with the deal, Dimitri betrays him again, keeps the heroin for himself for himself, and at Roman's wedding, an assassin is set by Dimitri and unintentionally kills Roman with a stray bullet. With the help of little Jacob, a devastated and vengeful Nico murders Dimitri, who in turn had killed Pegorino. Dumb bastard. Later, Mallory informs Nico that she is pregnant with Roman's child, whom Nico vows to protect. Now, option two. If Nico chooses to exact revenge, she finds, kills Dimitri aboard the platypus. And at Roman's wedding, Pegorino is furious at Nico's betrayal and targets him in a drive-by shooting, but accidentally kills Nico's new girlfriend and Packy's sister, Katie. With the help of little Jacob and Roman, Nico kills Pegorino, and Roman tells Nico that Mallory is pregnant and that they will name the baby after Katie if she is a girl. And that, my friends, is the story of GTA 4. Ah. You know, I've never really been one for uh, a game with two more than one ending, with an optional ending. Uh, makes it really hard for me to wonder which one is a canon and which one isn't. I like to think the second option is actually part of the actual storyline, and the rest, it's just editing it. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to think it is, uh, but who knows? We, we, after this, we don't hear from, uh, what's his face, Nico? We don't hear from Roman or any of the characters whatsoever. Um, like, well, 
usually after a game like that, after one of these kind of games, uh, one doesn't usually hear from the characters in the previous games. Although we do get to see Packy in GTA Five, he's in. Uh, he's a he's a crew member that you can unlock after completing a certain event in the free world. But aside from that, a lot of these characters don't really make an appearance, so it's hard to really tell what uh what um what's the word I'm looking for? What which which ending is canon and what exactly happens to these characters after the end? Uh, although Packy does bring up seem to bring up Nico afterwards uh, in a, in a, one of the missions in GTA Five. I forgot which one it was. I think it was the Polito Bay job. Uh, spoiler alert, sorry. Uh, it's the Polito Bay job, and if you would pick Packy as one of your crew members, um, they start talking about, oh, what was her first job? And uh, Packy's like, oh, yeah, sure, I didn't really, you know, my first job was just spotting out for my brother while I was in high school. But And he's like, but my real accomplishment is hitting a lick on the, what's the thing? Oh, sorry. What's, uh, uh, United Liberty United Bank or some shit like that. Um, let's see. Oh fuck! What was that? It was um, anyways. It was a bank robbery on a really big, big bank. Uh, frankly, one of the hardest missions in GTA Four. But anyways, he brings that mission up, and he's like, "Oh, I hit it when I hit a lake with my boy, with my boy Nico, and we try to get him out. Everybody from the crew is dead, or at least I think they are. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, Nico's been dead for a while now." Uh, by the time GTA 5 takes place. Who knows? But uh, that's the story for that. Let's take a look at the gameplay. Um, so, of course, as I said before, it's it's played from a third-person perspective. Players can complete missions, linear scenarios with set objectives to progress through the story. It's possible to have several active missions running at one time as some uh, require players to wait for further instructions or events. Outside of missions, the players can... Uh, like I said before, we freely roam the game's open world and complete optional side missions composed of the fictional city of Liberty City. The world is larger in area than most earlier Grand Theft Auto uh, series entries. At the beginning of the game, players can only explore the first island, which is composed of dukes and broker, with all the other islands unlocking as the story progresses. They can use melee attacks, firearms, and explosives to fight enemies. They can run, jump, swim, or use vehicles to navigate the game's world. Uh, there is a first-person perspective option, uh, but it's only when using vehicles. And even then, you can't even see inside of the car, which is, in my opinion, pure bullshit. Uh, in combat, there's auto-aim cover system, uh, which can be used to fight against enemies. Uh, should players take damage, their health meter can be fully regenerated by either eating or using medical kits or just straight-up calling for the paramedics. If players were to commit crimes, the game's law enforcement agencies may respond, as indicated, a wanted meter... In the head-out display on the meter, the display stars indicate the current wanted level. For example, the, at maximum, uh, at the maximum six-star level, efforts by law enforcement to incapacitate players becomes very aggressive, which means putting a spike on the roads, trying to T-bone you, motherfuckers, all that kind of stuff. Law enforcement officers will search for players who leave the wanted vicinity. And uh, the wanted meter enters a cooldown mode and eventually recedes when players are hidden from the officer's line of sight. The game's cover system also allows players to move between cover, to fire blindly, aim freely, and target a specific enemy. Individual body parts uh, can also be targeted. So uh, if you want to go for the head, nutsack, or just straight up the ass cheeks, go for it, <laughs> I guess. Oh, that, I mean, it sounds kind of, you know, painful, but mm, I guess... 
Melee attacks also include additional moves such as dodging, blocking, disarming an opponent, and counter-attacking. Body armor can also be used to absorb gunshots and explosive damage, but it's also used up in the progress. And let me tell you, bro, this shit drains up so quickly, man. It's like a fucking iPhone battery. When health is entirely depleted, gameplay stops and players respond to the nearest hospital. You know, the wasted ching. Well, it doesn't show wasted. It's not like in GTA 5 where it's just, you know, boom, wasted, wasted, wasted. No, they just, you die, it, it, you get like this, this this black and white screen, and you're just falling in slow motion. Like, say you got shot in the head, boom, the screen turns black and white, and you're just slowly falling down to the floor in slow motion, just boom. You may not have seen that, but uh, it, looked, it looked like a pretty convincing death. Um... <clears throat> So like I said before, you get to control Nico Bellic, and during the story, he meets new characters. Uh, they can then perform favors for Nico whenever he asks. Like for example, his cousin Roman, who owns a taxi service, can send one of his cabs to take Nico to any destination around the city. Cabs are always available during gameplay for quick travel to destination. Throughout the course of the game, the players are also faced with morality choices, which after which alter the storyline uh, appropriately depending on the player's choice while free roaming the game's world players can engage in context specific activities such as bowling or darts uh, other activities include a vigilante mini game and an in-game television programming uh, yeah you get to believe that you can watch tv while looking at your tv how how kind of what kind of kind of sad Shit is that, man. If you if you find yourself doing that at some point in the GTA game, whether that be just because you're bored, uh, the only time it's excusable is if you need to go eat. And you're just like, hey, why don't I just have my character watch TV? But if you're sitting there and actually watching TV with your character, that's just, that's just sad. Why do I keep getting emails from my school? Okay, cool. I know this email wants to find me well, and I know this, but I think I give a fuck. Okay, back to back to, uh, back to this whole shebang. Uh, so like I said, cabs are available and all this kind of stuff. All right, if you find yourself looking at TV just because at the TV and the GTA games, just because, I suggest you get some help. You could have depression. Anyways, uh, you also get a phone, a smartphone, so you can contact friends, start activities. The smartphone is also used to access the game's online multiplayer mode and to enter cheat codes. To access the in-game internet, which allows Nico to send, receive emails, and set up prospective dates with potential girlfriends, Nico can use internet cafes, which is basically like a cafe, and you can use the computer there, and they're all located throughout the city. The game also features a subway state uh, system, which allows players to quickly traverse through the worlds uh, through the game, uh, not the multiplayer mode. Uh, the multiplayer mode for GTA 4 allows up to 32 players to freely roam across the map. Players decide which game mode they wish to play, including death matches, street races. Both cooperative and competitive game modes are available, split into ranked and unranked matches. For players to level up through ranks, in-game money has to be earned. The game also features a free mode in which players have the entire map open to explore with no end goal, no mission to complete. Um, host the game can control many variables such as police presence, traffic, and even weapons. The multiplayer mode was unfortunately discontinued on Windows in the year 2020. Uh, frank, personally, I've actually never played the multiplayer mode, so I really don't know what kind of, uh, what kind of, um, 
rating I ought to give it. Uh, it's just kind of there, you know. It's the same as any other GTA. Uh, it's pretty much the same as GTA Online. Just no, oh, I could run a business and just carry, walk around with a fucking jetpack and shoot people and all that kind of. Nah, it's just the basic, the basic of the basic, the most basic thing. It's just story mode, but with other players, something like that. And uh, well, that's 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 that. Let's get into the development, and then we can give it a rating. Uh, preliminary work on Grand Theft Auto 4 first began in November 2004, literally a month after the release of San Andreas. Rockstar President Sam Hauser felt that following up San Andreas was a nightmare. Rockstar North, the core 220-person team behind the game, co-opted studios owned by parent company Rockstar Games to facilitate development between a full team of over 1,000 including 50 employees at Rockstar New York, 40 at Rockstar Lincoln, and 10 at Rockstar San Diego, and around 600 to 700 working part-time internally and externally. Some key members of the development team worked almost 12-hour days during the productions, often without holidays. The team decided to continue the numbering scheme absent from the previous two main games and to, rep to represent the same leap in production as Grand Theft Auto 2 and Grand Theft Auto 3. Development of Grand Theft Auto 4 ceased by April 21st, 2008 when the game was submitted for manufacturing. Producer Leslie Benz Benzies estimated that the budget of the of the developmental efforts exceeded $100 million, making GTA 4 one of the most expensive video games ever made. Game setting, Liberty City, as I said before, is based on New York City. The team did not look at previous renditions of Liberty City as inspiration, wanting to wanting to wanting it to retain the general feel, but nothing else. The map is roughly three times the size of Grand Theft Auto 3's. Developers originally considered using the entire state of New York before restricting it to Manhattan and then expanding it out again. They considered using more suburb with woods and would regularly vote on which areas to include. Art director Aaron Gambut said the team chose the setting because of because of the detail and the variety it provided, describing New York as an amazing, diverse, vibrant, cinematic city. Writer Dan Hauser added that the team chose uh, what I mean, sorry, wanted to be somewhere where we had a foothold due to the amount of research required for the world. Rockstar's Rockstar Games' main headquarters are located in New York. The team con consciously avoided. A precise recreation of New York to allow for more enjoyable game design, selecting the areas that they felt character characterized it the best. Garbutt, um, pardon me, <clears throat> Garbutt wanted to capture a caricature of the city as he felt the most people were familiar with the highlights from film or literature, but did not need to know the areas precisely. The city was not built with specific missions in mind. The area was first created and missions later then implemented. Uh, in order to achieve a realistic environment, 60 to 70 employees from Rockstar North traveled to New York for research at first at the beginning of the project in March or April 2005 for a week and a half and a smaller trip in 2007. Police officers who previously worked the beat drove, pardon me, who previously worked the beat drove them around in Washington Heights. A full-time research team based in New York handled further requests for information. Holy shit, what the fuck was that? Uh, shit. Okay, never mind. It's all good. Apologize for the background noise. Um, completely forgot what I was. 
Um, all right. A full-time research, uh, full-time research team based in New York handled the further further requests for information such as, such as the ethnic minority of a neighborhood or video of traffic patterns video shot in New York were played on televisions at Rockstar North offices. So while they could work, so while they worked, they could look up and there was New York. Ta-da! Benzies claimed that the team took over 100,000 photographs on location uh, in New York, though Gabbard estimates that they took around 250,000. Jesus, fuck. They also studied architectural plans for apartments, used satellite images to determine the city block layout, researched sales figures for models of cars, and read the books that detailed the city's infrastructure, including subways, sewers, garbage disposal. Hove Beach is, is based on Brighton Beach, which Sam Hauser found pretty incredible and, u- and unusual. The game is based on, English, on the English city Brighton and Hove, made up of the former neighboring towns Brighton and Hove. Ah, look at that. Hauser appreciated that Brighton Beach was home to several Eastern Europeans due to the nature of the game's characters. Dan Hauser described Liberty City as the biggest character of the game. Grand Theft Auto for rendition of Liberty City is more detailed and in larger size than most, than most earlier uh, entries in the series. Although smaller than San Andreas, the setting of the previous game, the developers consider it comparable in scope uh, due to city's ver- verticality. <clears throat> Number of entries in the series... Although smaller than San Andreas, the setting of the, sorry, the verticality, number of buildings, and level of detail of the game, the team wanted less dead spots and irrelevant spaces such as wide open deserts in San Andreas. They also wanted to, they also wanted the game to be more of a focused experience than San Andreas. And Dan Hauser felt that the limited activities, that the limited activities of New York allowed this. The team felt that the addition of Nico's mobile phone added to the immersion of the world. And represented society shifted focus on phones. The in-game brands and products are designed over several years. The billboards uh, were implemented in the game around six months prior to the release. And I gotta admit, if you travel to to Times Square, um, in the game during the nighttime, I'm pretty sure at some point you'll find it. But Times Square in this game is just out of this world i don't know what it's called in the game but frankly i, I thought it was like the coolest place to be I, I i i remember going in there as a kid and just shooting everybody for for no fucking reason this is fucking cool it was awesome no it wasn't all right folks the rating on a scale of one to ten i give grand theft auto 4 a I'm going to keep it real with you, Chief. A perfect 10. Woo! Yeah. Perfect 10. Yeah. 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 I'm not beating my meat. Um, perfect 10 out of 10. And why would, would I give this perfect 10 out of 10? Well, let's get into the details. For starters, the reason why I didn't give it a complete 0 out of 10 would have to be the graphics. In my opinion, yeah, sure, if you go back now and take a look at the graphics... They look like dog shit, but at the time, they were out of this world, the HD universe, the fact that the characters uh, portrayed actual realistic movements, it was perfect. I liked it, and to be honest, um, looking back at it now, yeah, sure, it does hurt my fucking eyes, but 
I can't, I just, there's just something about the graphics that really popped out to me at the time of, of its release, despite the fact that I was only like, what, five, six at the time of this release. But eventually, you know, when grows up, they decide to, hey, I never got to play this as a kid, and they decide to start playing it, and that's exactly what this game is to me. But, um, uh, I'm gonna be honest, I, I actually haven't completed the entire story of GTA 4. I think I'm like one mission away from the finale. But, um, yeah, I know the, the the graphics in this game, I gotta say, were completely out of this world, and I could see why they took their time. Because uh, I said before, as I said before, they they started working on this game literally a month after the release of San Andreas, which, which was back in uh, November of 2004. And the game was just... At the time, people were like, yeah, no, there's no way you guys could top San Andreas. I mean, y'all might as well fucking throw in the rag and shit, but nope. If you look at that, they 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 outdid themselves and they hit us with this masterpiece, which ah, that scared the fuck out of me. Sorry, <laughs> I gotta stop playing with these magnets. Um, but what was I saying? Oh right, right, right. People, people at the time of uh, the release of GTA Four, I mean GTA San Andreas, were like, yeah, no, there's no way you guys could top this. Throwing the fucking rags, get out of here. But they seem to wow us. Although the map may not be as big as the one in San Andreas. Um, it definitely seems to offer a, a whole lot of more than what San Andreas offered, you know, instead of it just being these dead spots with, like, freeways and places where you could easily just ram yourself off the road and all that kind of stuff. That's, um, fucking stupid, but here, it's just straight up buildings. You gotta go here, you gotta go there, strip club there, uh, a prostitute over there, uh, your cousin's over here, it, you get what I'm saying? Like, the map layout, I really enjoyed it because everything was just so closed up. You didn't have to, like, what, travel for, like, what, five minutes just to get to the other side of the map? You know, no, you were there just like that. So what if you had a fucking accident? It's not like you're coming down to your pay. Actually, it kind of is. So please, please be safe when you're driving GTA, you know, because pop out the windshield. Next thing you know, you're fucking dead. Um, so the graphics, uh, the storyline. Anybody who's a fan of Rockstar Games will tell you that GTA 4 had one of the best storylines out there. Uh, Nico Bellic's journey to escape his past and find a new life here in Liberty City is one of the rather more memorable ones. Um, and to be to be honest, uh, Nico Bellic is one of... One of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's one of the most favorite protagonists of all time. Ask anybody who the fuck Nico Bellic is, and they'll start doing a Slavic accent. He's, I want to, you know what, fuck, I might as well say, an icon in the GTA world and in the gaming industry, bro. He's a complete fucking icon, and they did well with this guy. Unfortunately, I wish we could have seen more of him in GTA 4, I mean in GTA 5, or in any other game, really. I wish we could see more of what he's up to these days, what's... He's a character you want to have more of. You get what I'm saying? He's a character you want to see more of. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's it's. I'm, I'm just saying, man. It's a character I want to see more of. And um, hopefully, I doubt it since Rockstar doesn't really do these kinds of things. I Hopefully, they bring him up in future sequels. I highly doubt it. The only way they bring up a character from the past is if they're there to die. Uh, Y'all saw what happened with Johnny Klebitz. 
for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, John Klebs is the main protagonist of GTA The Lost in the Dam, which was the expansion pack to this game. Anyways, back to the, back to the real thing. Um, Storyline. Mm, I think that's pretty much it. All oh, right. Not to mention, uh, one of the reasons that makes Nico Bellic such an icon would have to be because of this one famous quote, and I, I, I feel like this is something that we all need to hear. Uh, at some point throughout the game, when he's talking to his cousin, he says this. He's like, war is where the young and stupid are tricked into fighting and killing each other by the old and bitter. <laughs> fucking, fucking profound, right? It's wow. one of the one of my favorite quotes of all time, if you ask me. Um, and it's one that I'd like to live by. Person, not personally, if you ask me, I'm not pro war. I don't know why the fuck we're killing each other. What good does it do? All we're doing is just giving God another reason to hit the delete button. And uh. Uh, yeah, no, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, but yeah, no, one of the most wokest quotes of all time that I've heard, in my opinion. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll leave that at that and get on to the next thing. Another reason why I gotta give it a ten out of ten would have to be the dedication put in by the development team. You see how they ran around and took a hundred thousand plus pictures of of New York City. The dedication that they put into it. The fact that they not they they narrowed this down to the last, you know, uh, to the dot, you know, they they, it's like they're looking at at a dart at a dartboard, and they got the dart in their hand, they throw it and hit the bullseye, and that's what I felt like the development team did with this game, they took their best shot that they had and trying to make something better, trying to uh, one up San Andreas. And that's exactly what they did. They hit the bullseye. Next thing you know, he got one of the most iconic games in the entire franchise. So, 10 out of 10 right there, folks. Um, let me know what you guys give it. Personally, this is one of my favorite games of all time. It's in my top 10, actually. This, this, this game is in my top 10 version. Top 10 uh, lists. And um, eventually, we'll get into that. But... Yeah, in my top 10, right there. Uh, following its announcement in May of 2006, Grand Theft Auto 4 was widely anticipated and released to critical acclaim. Metacritic, which assigns a normalized rating in the game, rating in the 0 to 100 range, calculated an average score of 98, indicating universal acclaim. It's the second highest rated game on their site, right behind Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, and tied with other several games. Reviewers heavily praised the game's narrative, open world design, and even the combat system. Uh, Hillary Goldstein of IGN felt that the game, quote, sends a new benchmark for open world games, and Andrew Ranner of The Game Informing wrote that the game, quote, completely changes the landscape of gaming, end quote. And, uh, I gotta agree with these guys. Uh, the game's characters, particularly Nico, like I said before, like, see, see what I mean? Received positive reactions from critics, Hicks of official Xbox Magazine and Andy Robinson of Computer and Video Games, both called Nico charismatic and likable, stating that they prefer him over the previous antagonists of the series. George Walter of the Games Radar praised the depth of the, of the character, and IGN's Goldstein felt that the character of Nico feels relatable when faced with difficult decisions. See what I mean? Nico Bellic was straight up out of the out of the get-go 
was a liked character. He was a loved character, praised by many, an icon, if you ask me. And frankly, they were to do a poll. The favorite of everyone's favorite GTA protagonists, this guy, would reign supreme. And I'll just leave it at that. Uh, the game also re earned rewards from several critics and publications, received Game of the End of Year awards from Digital Spy, the Entertainment Merchants Association, Game Trailers, Giant Bomb, IGN, Kodaku, Kodaku, yeah, the Tiger Dance, the Los Angeles Times, New York Times, Time, um, at the Spike Video Game Awards, the Game One Game of the Year and Best Action Adventure Game, with Michael Hollick uh, winning Best Performance by Human Male for his role as Nico. It was nominated for three awards at the Ninth Game Developers Choice Awards and seven at the Fifth British Academy Game Awards, tying for most nominations at the latter. At IGN's Best of 2008, it won 11 awards, including Best Voice Acting across all three platforms and overall, and Best Story for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. Now, the sales. This is where we... Oh, this is... <laughs> Within 24 hours of its release, GTA 4 sold over 3.6 million copies, equating to approximately $310 in revenue. I mean, $310 million. <laughs> $310 million in revenue within a week. It generated more than $500 million in worldwide revenue, equating to approximately 6 million copies sold for Take Two. The number surpassed analysts' expectations for the title. After one month of availability, the game had sold over 8.5 million copies and broke three Guinness World Records on May 13, 2008. Highest grossing video game in 24 hours, highest generate highest revenue generated by an entertainment product in 24 hours, and fastest selling video game in 24 hours. On March 11, 2011, Take Two announced that the game had sold over 20 million copies, with Grand Theft Auto series surprising a collective total of 100 million copies. As of July 2013, the game has sold over 25 million, making it one of the best selling video games and one of the best selling video games both on PlayStation 3 and Xbox. All sales. All sales records broken by Grand Theft Auto were beaten by its successor, Grand Theft Auto V, of course, but but it was revolutionary. Don't forget that. In the UK, the game became the fastest selling game of all time, selling over 631,000 copies in the first 24 hours. This broke the record set by Grand Theft Auto San Andreas at 501,000 copies over the same period. Uh, yeah, over the same period. In the first five days of availability, the game sold 927,000 copies in the US and then the US. I mean, in the UK and in the US, GTA 4 sold 2.5 million in its first five days. By the end of 2008, the game had sold 5.18 million copies in the US in its first four days. In Japan, the game sold 133,000 on PlayStation 3 and 34K on Xbox 360, according to Media Crate. In the first week of availability, the Windows version of GTA 4 debuted 7th. On the weekly charts and by the second week it had left the top 10 based on unique user counts the game was most played uh, was the most played games for windows live game in 2009 and in 2012 and the second most played in 2011. so as you could see it had a lasting impact of course it's not a gta game without having its controversies prior to and since the release of the game uh, it had been subjected to a great deal of controversy. The game's depiction of violence received mass commentary from journalists, government officials, occasionally being referred to as a murder simulator. You know what? Shut the fuck up. Because personally, if you ask me, 
GTA games are a way to relieve your stress. I mean, you can't do it in real life. You might as well do it fictionally. And you know what? You killed someone. Not really. You know what? You're feeling better. So, fuck you to all the parents saying that GTA encourages violence. Because, no, it doesn't. I have yet to see proof. I know it sounds ignorant, but I have yet to see proof. The ability to drive under the influence of alcohol in the game is also received also received criticism, resulting in a request for the ERSB to change the game's rating. Similarly, some game features were censored for the Australian and New Zealand versions of the game. Though these censors were subsequently removed, several crimes that were committed in the following the game's release, such as murder, sexual violence, were attributed to the perpetrator's experiences with the game, generating even further controversy. Former attorney Jack Thompson, who was known for his campaigns against the series, Bucky Thompson, heavily criticized GTA 4 prior to its release, filing lawsuits against the parent company Take-Two Interactive and threatening to ban distribution of the game and some gameplay features were not removed. Game also received further controversy and losses from city officials and organizations. Well, you know what? Shut the fuck up. Because really, as long as no one's getting murdered in real life or no one's being encouraged to murder someone in real life, it's all good. And if you're one of those people that believes that video games causes violence, well, I wish you would shut the fuck up and get into a car crash without taking anyone with you. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll just leave it at that. 10 out of 10. Iconic game. Iconic character, iconic story. What more could you ask for? Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like we are coming to a close. Before we go, I'd like to thank you guys so much for the support. Really, it means a lot. And let's keep the support up. Eh, eh, eh. It's daylight savings, so uh, should be a beautiful. Should be able to experience the beautiful sunset without having to worry about homework. Uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, spread the word, all that kind of stuff, and um, stay safe. Really. Dangerous times we live in. Uh, I gotta say, um, recently I started watching Narcos, and um, I like I identify myself with DEA agent Steve Murphy. Uh, the guy is just downright a badass, redneck badass. I identify myself with him, and I uh, practically these next few weeks I'm not gonna be giving a fuck. So. <laughs> Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for the support. Take care, stay safe, don't drink and drive, and we'll catch you on the next one. See you. Take care.